Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2305 with the release date of Friday, December 31st, 2021 to follow in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a QST. Hams respond to a super typhoon in the Philippines. A new award promotes the World Radio Sport Team Championship. And hams in Kansas gain new digital connections. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline Report number 2305 comes your way right now. From around the world, this is Newsline, Amateur Radio's first independent on-the-air news and bulletin service. Now reporting from Charleston, West Virginia, here is Jim Damron in 8TMW. We begin this week with scenes of devastation in the Philippines. A super typhoon, locally known as Odette, made landfall on December 16th, taking an unusual path that led it to Siargo Island, a major tourist destination. A wide swath of the archipelago fell victim to heavy rain and gusts of more than 200 kilometers per hour. According to a draft report from the Philippine Amateur Radio Association, more than 300 lives were lost with, quote, devastation beyond description, end quote. The report said that in the days before landfall, National Traffic System Chairman Romy, DU1SMQ, ensured that daily roll calls were taken of all amateur districts to measure stations' readiness. The Office of Civil Defense Region 7 and other agencies monitored the HERO emergency network frequency on 40 meters as well. Members of PARA-affiliated clubs handled emergency traffic along with health and welfare messages even as their own home QTHs were battered by the typhoon. Amateur Slow Scan TV was credited with sending invaluable imagery on HF, relaying information that could not be verified via audio. Meanwhile, Paris director Thelma, DU1IVT, said that even after members of Paris Ham Emergency Radio Operation stood down, traffic on the Hero Network at 7.095 MHz was ongoing. Rebuilding is expected to take months. While most people look to the skies on Christmas Eve, NASA had its sights looking upward on Christmas morning. Dave Parks, WB8ODF, explains. The most powerful space telescope to date, the James Webb Telescope, made its way into space the morning of December 25th with a liftoff from French Guiana en route to entering Earth's orbit. Its mission is to study universes early as galaxies while exploring our solar system. It was a project of the Canadian Space Agency and the European Space Agency. The telescope was released at an altitude of 1,400 kilometers or 870 miles by an Ariane 5 rocket. A solar array was providing power. The telescope is expected to communicate with Earth using ground stations in Kenya and Baltimore, Maryland. Its orbit destination is expected to be about one million miles from Earth, where it will deliver its first images starting in about six months. Gregory L. Robinson, Webb's program director, described the anticipated delivery as, quote, awe-inspiring images that will capture our imagination, end quote. According to a New York Times article, it was expected to offer, quote, a new keyhole into the earliest moments of our universe, end quote. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Dave Parks, WB8ODF. One day later, China celebrated its own high-profile launch. Graham Kemp, VK4BB, brings us that story. 
China's latest satellite is on a mission to collect high-resolution images of our planet's resources. Launched Sunday, December 26, from the Taiyan Satellite Launch Center, it's designed as a tool for land and disaster management and is equipped with two high-resolution cameras as payloads. Piggybacked on the satellite was an amateur radio CubeSat, China's CamSat XW3, with a UHF CW beacon and GMSK telemetry data transmission. The CubeSat is also carrying an experimental thermoelectric generator for use by high school students. It has an uplink frequency of 145.87 and a downlink of 435.18 MHz. The CW beacon is on 435.575 MHz. From a Radio Newsline, I'm Graham Kemp, VK4BB. For the next six months, a new awards program will promote one of the world's most prominent radio events. Ed Durant, DD5LP, explains. Get ready for the World Radio Sport Team Championship Award. This is a six-month-long activity launching on January 1st that's designed to promote the WRTC Championship being held in Bologna, Italy in July 2023. The championship was rescheduled from 2022 as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. The award scheme centres around making contacts between now and July 10th with 100 radio operators in Italy using special WRTC call signs. There will be one WRTC call sign for each of Italy's 10 call areas, beginning with II1WRTC. You may also listen for these call signs during a number of contests on the air during the next six months. The award concludes during the IARU HF World Championship contest on July 9th and 10th, 2022, exactly a year before the WRTC takes place in 2023. Full details can be found at the URL listed in this week's script at arnewsline.org. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Ed Durant, DD5LP. If you're in Kansas and enjoy using digital modes, there's a new way for you to connect. Here's Randy Sly, W4XJ, with that story. Hams in Kansas now have connections through the new Sunflower Multimode Link System, meaning they can use whatever digital-capable radio they already have. In addition to providing links to All-Star, Echolink, DMR via TGIF, P25, D-Star, and Yesu Fusion, the network also supports access via DroidStar, DudeStar, and personal hotspots. Lloyd Colston, KC5FM, said that M17 Sun Module A is also supported, so, quote, tinkerers can set up an open-source M17 and enjoy it, close quote. Lloyd said that, in other words, hams can now connect with one another across all these modes using their personal favorite without having to buy another radio. For a list of the links, see the URL in the text version of this week's Newsline script at arnewsline.org. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Randy Sly, W4XJ. The COVID-19 pandemic has shut down a popular radio attraction in the UK. But meanwhile, a weekly on-air tradition has been revived and everyone is welcome. Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, tells us more. With the National Radio Centre at Bletchley Park shut once again by the Radio Society of Great Britain because of COVID-19, the centre has reactivated its weekday 80-metre net. 
Hams may check in at 10.30 UTC on weekdays on or around 3.727 MHz. The radio centre's shutdown, which began on Friday the 17th of December, is temporary and expected to last into the new year. Meanwhile, coordinator Martin G0GMB and various volunteers are expecting to hear check-ins from as many hams as possible in the weeks to come. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. Reuniting missing family members with loved ones back home has become a specialty of one radio club in West Bengal, India. Their latest accomplishment brought relatives together after an absence of 13 years. John Williams, VK4JJW, tells us that story. It was purely by accident that Anima Chakraborty discovered a woman who'd gone missing from her home 13 years ago. Anima was visiting a hospital in Uttar Pradesh in northern India and noticed that one of the patients there was speaking Bengali. Hearing this, she realized immediately that the patient could not be a local resident. She reached out to her fellow amateur radio operators in West Bengal, asking that they try to track down the woman's family. According to club secretary Ambarish Biswas for U2JFA, the hams used a photograph of the woman provided by the hospital to do some networking with the other amateur radio operators and found the woman's family in a village in East Midnapore in the south of West Bengal. He said the hams were told the patient was a tribal woman who was mentally challenged and that she'd spent nearly 13 years hospitalised. Ambarish Nagbizwas told the Can India website, and I quote, In most of the cases, the families refuse to take back these kinds of patients, and finally they have to stay back in the mental asylum. But in this case, the family was cooperative, and they want to take her back as soon as possible. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm John Williams, VK4JJW. Time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline, heard on bulletin stations around the world, including the CQ Serenade Program, whose next edition is number 100. It is heard across northern Europe through Germany-based shortwave AM broadcast station shortwaveradio.de on 3975 and 6160 kilohertz. What are young ham operators planning to do this June? The start of the new year means it's time to start thinking about that. Cell MB KB3 TZD presents one option. The second Youth on the Air Camp for the Americas will be accepting applications for the June 2022 session in just a few weeks. The pilot camp program held in 2021 was such a success that it is returning to the National Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting in Westchester Township, Ohio, on June 12th through 17th. Prospective campers may start applying on February 11th. Applicants must reside in Central, South, or North America. 30 campers will be accepted for the session, and spots will be reserved especially for those who are from the Americas but do not live in the United States. Priority will be given to first-time attendees. Licensed amateurs between the ages of 15 and 25 are eligible to be campers. If COVID-19 restrictions change between now and June, organizers will alert everyone with as much notice as possible. For details, visit youthontheair.org. Then, starting in 2023, applications to host the camp at various locations throughout the Americas each year will be considered from IARU Region 2 member societies and clubs. 
For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Cell MB, KB3TZD. Radio operators in Louisiana are mourning the death of a leader in regional emergency response. Here's Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, with that story. The former District Emergency Coordinator for Louisiana Amateur Radio Emergency Services Region 9 has become a silent key. Robert Preece, WB5FBS, died on Sunday, December 19th. According to a Facebook post by the Ozone Amateur Radio Club, Bob reportedly died of complications from COVID-19. With a lifetime of interest in amateur radio, Bob also held life memberships in the AWRL and the Southeast Louisiana Amateur Radio Club and was active in leadership roles for many years with Louisiana Aries. He was a professor emeritus of music at Southeastern Louisiana University, where he later helped the school's Department of Speech and Communications establish the campus radio station KSLU-FM, serving as the station's technical director for its first 10 years in operation. A former professional musician, Bob was 80. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Don Wilbanks, AE5DW. Another regional leader in amateur radio has become a silent key. Here's Skeeter Nash, N5ASH, with the details. Keith Miller Sr., N9DGK, who was the ARRL's Tennessee section manager for four terms, has become a silent key. He died on December 22nd from COVID-19, a ham since 1981, Keith was a member of the Stones River Amateur Radio Club, which he had also served as an officer. His commitment to public service extended into his emergency response work, and he played an active role in the Amateur Radio Emergency Service. He was an ARRL Emergency Coordinator from 2006 to 2013 and became a life member of the ARRL in 2014. Keith, who lived in Rockvale, Tennessee, was 75. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Skeeter Nash, N5ASH. In the world of DX, be listening for Mike 5H3EE on the air from Dar es Salaam in Tanzania. Operators have reported hearing him using FT8 on 12 meters, QSL using Club Log. In Kenya, Ferdy HB9DSP plans to be on the air for his first de-expedition between January 12th and 27th as 5Z4-HB9DSP. Be listening on 20, 15, and 10 meters where he will be using SSB and some FT8. QSLs to his home call sign direct by the Bureau or LOTW. Jacques F6HMJ is in Senegal on the air as 6W7-F6HMJ until February 22nd. He'll be using mostly CW with some SSB on 40 through 10 meters. Send QSLs to his home call sign. Listen for David F8AAN operating as FS-F8AAN from St. Martin Island and Gila from January 1st through the 20th. He is operating holiday style on 40 through 10 meters using CW. Send QSLs to his home call sign or QSL using LOTW, Club Log, or EQSL. Most of us are ending 2021 by summing up the year. In Longview, Washington, however, that formality also includes many friends of one ham who are also summing up his life and what it meant to them. Here's Ralph Squilacci, KK6ITB, with our final story of this week's newscast. Randy Greeley, NU7DX, became a silent key on December 7th at the age of 68, but not before devoting two-thirds of his life to the spirit of volunteerism that is at the heart of much of amateur radio. 
Emergency response officials in Cowlitz County considered him to be the one to call when the county faced flooding or other extreme challenges. In a recent article in the Longview Daily News, many of them detailed the -the behind-the-scenes work he did as a person who was never too far away to give a ready response. According to the newspaper article, he jumped into the active life of a volunteer shortly after becoming licensed in 1981. He and his wife became members of the Lower Columbia Amateur Radio Association, W7DG. Randy's widow, Connie, KB7AYY, summed up his involvement by telling the newspaper, quote, It started small, and the tree ended up with many branches. End quote. One of those branches led back to the Lower Columbia Amateurs. Ralph Roggenbach, N2RJR, its president, told Newsline in an email that Randy had been both his friend and mentor. He said, quote, This community has no idea what it has lost. End quote. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Ralph Squillaci, KK6ITB. With thanks to AMSAT UK, the ARRL, the BBC, Can India, CQ Magazine, CNN, David Bihar, K7DB, Greg Mossop, G0DUB, Lloyd Colston, KC5FM, Longview Daily News, NASA, New York Times, Ohio Penn DX, QRZ.com, QSO Today, Radio Society of Great Britain, Southgate Amateur Radio News, shortwaveradio.de, space.com, Thelma Pascoa, DU1IVT, World Radio Sport Team Championship, Youth on the Air, and you, our listeners, that's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. You can write to us at newsline at arnewsline.org. We remind our listeners that Amateur Radio Newsline is an all-volunteer non-profit organization that incurs expenses for its continued operation. If you wish to support us, please visit our website at arnewsline.org and know we appreciate you all. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT, at the News Desk in New York and our news team worldwide, I'm Jim Dameron, NATMW in Charleston, West Virginia, saying 73, and Happy New Year. And as always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2021, all rights reserved.